Hi everybody, Rob Scott here from UC Today. And in this session, we'll be talking about secure collaboration during the COVID-19 outbreak. So today I'm joined by Musa Zagdoud, Executive Vice President of the Cloud Communications Business Division at Alcatel-Lucent Enterprise. Welcome, Musa. Hi, Rob. Really, very nice to see you and to talk to you remotely. Always a pleasure to interact with you. Indeed, indeed. Great to see you again. Hey, thanks for joining me this morning. Uh, before we get stuck into the conversation, I think, how about you give uh, everyone a, a quick introduction, who you are and who ALE are? Okay, so uh, I'm Musa. Uh, I'm in charge of the cloud business division within Alcatel Lucent Enterprise Company. So in charge of everything related to the cloud, basically, uh, be it the technical, the R&D, the support, and also the business around it. And Alcatel Lucent, as you know, is a worldwide company present in more than 50 countries delivering communication solutions and network solutions. So we are uh, a global uh, player in the, uh, in the area of, uh, of communication and, and indeed uh, access type of solutions. Great, thank you Moussa. You know, you're in France, I'm in the UK, we've both been massively affected by COVID-19 and it's disrupting businesses all across the world and, and also employees. Uh, so I was keen to hear from you, how has the crisis impacted uh, ALE and its partners and ultimately its customers? Yeah, so I think we have all been impacted by this crisis and, and uh, honestly at the beginning it was more uh, a management challenge uh, to be able to react very quickly to the situation in an in in area where you had so many different information coming from different channels and so on and so forth. And uh, to be honest, uh, in the first hours, we have been driven first by the safety and security of our employees. That was our first concern. And this is what we have done. I think that we have reacted very quickly to make sure that everyone is safe and also push uh, the homeworking for the majority of our colleagues and employees. And also make sure that we have all it takes to, to, to give them the capabilities uh, of working home when it's possible. And I think that's, uh, that was key because this first hours of decisions can make the difference. Uh, and this is how we support our business partners, because of course the business partners had exactly the same issues with the same challenges. And, and this, our, our commitment was to make sure that our business partners will remain supported in, in the business and in the business continuity towards their customers. And ultimately the customers uh, are for all, the, uh, all of us important. And uh, this chain is, 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 has been set up between ourselves, our partners, to make sure that our, that our customers will uh, be able to still be uh, on and, and continue the business as much as they can. So we have seen kind of a chain here. Uh, and by the way, it has gone beyond the business because uh, as you know, we have, as an example, opened all our cloud services uh, uh, free of charge for all partners and customers to make sure that they would be able to use them in a, in a virtuous way and to keep working from home and also being in touch with their colleagues, uh, friends, uh, families, and so on. And, and again, I think that it was interesting because it has gone beyond the, the business as, as usual. Yeah, thanks, Bruce. And, and the impact of COVID-19 has almost felt like an overnight uh, change in, in demand for all these services, so especially video conferencing services, team collaboration services, you know, UCAS services. Uh, were you prepared at ALE for such a spike in new customers and, and, and demand on your, on your platforms? Well, I think we, we in this kind of situations, uh, it's difficult to be 100% prepared. That's, that's the thing. But uh, the cloud is about anticipating the traffic. 
if you cannot anticipate the traffic when it comes to be increasing quickly, then we have an issue, right? So I think in that purpose, the main thing is about the time management, how we manage the time to make sure that we react as quick as possible. That's the first thing. Second is the flexibility. Uh, of course, we have to be flexible and we have to see that global view and make sure that we can act accordingly. So it's a matter of having those processes, but still being very flexible. And third thing was about automation. If you are talking cloud, if you are talking about increasing capabilities quickly, especially when it comes to talk uh, to, to, to be about video and instant message and collaboration, you have to have automation so that machines are being created automatically along, along the way as the, the, the activity is going up. And also making sure that we address all our community of partners and, and customers. And just remind you that we have more than 800,000 customers. So it's quite a challenge. Of course, they're not all equipped with this, but I can tell you that the demand has dramatically increased. So you have to have the, yeah, the processes and the automation to face that. Hopefully, um, from the early hours, we have like tripled our capacity uh, to make sure that if there is any increase in the two coming uh, weeks, we could, we could uh, handle. And this is exactly what happened. So right now, what we figure out is that you, not only you have to have this automation and processes and anticipate that you have to have the, the capability of, uh, of uh, welcoming this traffic in, in, uh, in, a time la in a time range of a few hours. Yeah, that must have been quite challenging for a service provider like yourselves, or a platform vendor and service provider, because surely you've had to send everyone home to work and uh, your, your business has been disrupted massively. So uh, being able, having to scale up so quickly and support that infrastructure uh, must be a real challenge for you. Well, yeah, that's, that's always a challenge, which makes it also exciting, if I may say this in, in, this, in these times. Um, but again, it is, uh, it is, you know, uh, it is about um, processes again and people. Uh, and this is, um, is very interesting because you have to have the infrastructure to deliver this. But if you don't have the right processes to really uh, match with the situation, you cannot make it happen. And if you don't have the right people that are strong enough, skilled, and of course reliable, you cannot make it happen. So this is something that has to be there from D1 when dealing with those kind of technologies because, of course, we're not always prepared to have these kind of situations, but at least... We need to make sure that we cannot lose whatever number of days if something is, is happening and allow, ask us to increase the, the traffic. So it was challenging. It's still challenging. Uh, but it's also a good way to learn about our infrastructure, about ourselves, about our processes, our customers, our behaviors, and partners. And uh, at the end of the day, if we have to take it positively, we're going to learn and we're going to improve in, in the coming weeks about, uh, with this experience. Great, absolutely. And I completely agree with that. And hats off to the ALE team for, for supporting this situation. Um, your customers must be challenged with all sorts of things right now. Um, one thing that concerns me is security. Uh, there are organizations, small and large, racing out uh, to you know, either freemium or premium paid uh, video conferencing services, meeting services, you know, UCAS services, just to keep people connected. What about security? Is that, is that conversation kind of been, you know, kind of left out of the, uh, the, the deployment strategies? I mean, what, what, what are your customers doing about things that's, like security? Yeah, that's, very interesting question. that's a very interesting question because um, we have seen that in the early days of deployment, 
some of our customers didn't really care about security because they were, they were like in emergency situation that they wanted to have something. As vendors, we have to take care about it anyways. So we, we didn't play with it because we have set up these security rules uh, before the situation. So we don't say that, okay, now that the, the, the virus is there, just take the solution without any security and anything. No, we as vendors, we have to take care, even though the customer is not in that moment very keen to look at that. Anyways, um, this is something that is interesting also because in this situation, um, uh, you have to have like a safety feeling as a customer. Uh, like you were in an airplane, you need to be, you need to trust the, the crew when it comes to go through uh, turbulence, right? And this is very important because it's going, be, it's going beyond security. The security is, is a technical point, right? But the safety or uh, the, the feeling that I'm, I'm safe in my area is something that we have to provide our customers and business partners with. So at, at the end of the day, it's, it's about uh, connectivity, making sure that the connectivity is adapted to the usage and make sure that the tools will adapt to the connectivity because of course, if you're working from home, you don't necessarily have the best bandwidth, so the technology has to, uh, to be able to be adapted to that, first of all. Second, it is the user experience. Look, uh, if you're home, working like, like 10, 20, 12 days, uh, 12 hours, or even more with a, a unified communication solution, this has to be very friendly, comfortable, and it will become your, your best friend for this time, so you cannot afford to provide some any frustrations talking about this user experience and make sure that people will get used to it and be comfortable with it. So the user experience to me is part of this safety feeling that I'm, I was mentioning. And of course the security. Again, the security is about making sure that uh, what I'm accessing, I make sure that my data are safe, are going in the right uh, direction or the right uh, to the right people and to the right the destination, make sure that uh, no leaks will be there, no hack uh, anything. So that's a challenge for us, and this is where we have to be compliant with the, the security rules, like uh, you know any encryption that we of course have on the system, the GDPR type of uh, of management, and, and everything related to the compliance around it. So here we do not invent security; we apply the standards to be compliant and to make sure that people at the end of the day are happy with the solution and as a as a as a tool that also be safe uh, and feel safe in that purpose. And again, I think the safety feeling is something that is a global uh, thing around those kind of things. And the last thing that is related somehow to the security is the reliability. I mean, if you are home working with one solution, you cannot afford to have it you know, uh, disconnected or uh, shut down or whatever. So we have to provide in this security and secure environment a reliable solution so that people feel, again, uh, happy to work with it. Because we, at the end of the day, we don't know in how much time it will take uh, now and also after this probably the usages and the habits will change going the, in this direction so it's a very important and, and good experience uh, we had some issues of course we, the, the good thing is that uh, when you have those kind of issues you have to have the reactivity to solve and fix immediately and this is also what the cloud allows uh, as one of the assets yeah, that's really interesting. I like what you said around kind of secure collaboration. It's not just security, it's, it's, it's trust in the platform as well, isn't it? And so when you're sending people home to work, it's got to work. It's got to, it's got to, have, a, it's got to have the right UX. It, you know, it's, it's end-to-end. It's just got to be secure by design, um, you know, for people to adopt it quickly. So, Musa, 
it's a difficult question. We're right in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic. Um, we don't know when it's going to end, but uh, you know, what next for the enterprise? How will the, will the workplace change post the COVID-19 outbreak, do you think? So yeah, that's a very interesting question. I think we don't have uh, enough experience to really learn everything, but we learned some elements already. And the first one I've learned is that people are just figuring out that these tools are basically just useful. It's not a gadget, it's useful because if you don't have them, you cannot just interact with your, with your colleagues, with your customers, with the suppliers. You cannot interact with your family, uh, so to speak. You cannot also manage any emergency situation which could happen either uh, in, a, uh, in the hospital or at the police or at the university if for those who want to, to keep it running. I mean, we see that these tools are really key to keep us all uh, working, living, interacting with, with the families and, and friends and so on. So that's that's first, first takeaway. Second is about mobility. Uh, up to now, we have been talking about mobility uh, to make sure that we have everything on the mobile, right? But I think that the mobility will also change in the perception where, as a user, um, I'd like to have all my ecosystem, uh, whatever the situation and the place and the location I am. If I'm in the, in the office, I have uh, the, the level of service, of course, of the enterprise. If I'm home, I still want to have the same level of service. And people are becoming more and more demanding there. Uh, and they are really, I mean, they don't want to have less services because they are in a mobility situation. That's, that's uh, the, the, the learning, also the second one about the mobility. Third is about the importance of the connectivity. So definitely we see that all the time. If you don't have any connectivity, then you're lost. And uh, we have one or two examples in the company that, um, uh, that are living in a very uh, small villages where the, the, the bandwidth is very small, so they cannot, they cannot work from home. So this is also a challenge for the 5G that is going to come more and more. And I think this, the connectivity is, of course, obviously something that is key in these domains. But we see with this experience that it is really important. Um, the other thing, uh, the video. So we, we are doing a video now and we see an increase, uh, dramatically uh, increase of the video usages just because uh, beyond the communication, I think people need somehow to get in touch with each other and being able to see the reaction of the other. And it makes sense while you have to stay at home, you still need to have this human interaction. So uh, the first thing is that we see that as a, an opportunity uh, we see that people are more and more keen also now to use the video because it is bringing more. Um, and it was not the case, like say two, three years ago, um, as, as we know, we have experienced. The video is something that is going um, to really increase. And the last thing which I have figured out um, is the, um, the split that we all have done between the private and the business context. And that's interesting because uh, we have seen that this is not the case anymore just because of the situation. Uh, you have a conf call, you have a video call with someone uh, who's home, and then suddenly you see his house, you see the kids, you see the... So the, this kind of things are interesting because we used to be really making a, a kind of war between those, and now we're accepting to say, okay, let's do it, whatever. Um, and that's interesting. So honestly, I don't know if this will go this way or we'll come back to more having a split there, but that's interesting to see how people can change their behavior according to the situation, which is good news because at the end of the day, we have to adapt to what happens. Happening. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would tend to agree with a lot of those predictions because I think the workplace will change. The mindset's going to change. Um, so really, really interesting conversation today, Musa. I'd like to thank you very much for, for joining me. 
anyone looking to get more information from ALE and, and, and about your uh, collaboration and, and communication solutions, where should they head? Yeah, so uh, actually, as, as I said, we are present in 50 countries, so please get in touch with uh, our local business partners first. But you have, and I think that you will display the, the website of the company as well as the, the Rainbow platform, which is our cloud collaboration platform. So please go there. It's free of charge to start with. You can connect and get in touch with your colleagues, suppliers, customers, and even your family uh, without any problem. So please go there, and we will be happy to welcome you. Great. Thanks, Misha. I wish you all the best uh, for now, and I'm sure I'll speak to you again very soon. Thanks very much. Thank you, Rob. My pleasure. Thanks.